come in with the truth bombs all the time and i love it did you know that there's a shortage in uh baby formula i did not because uh i'm out of the I, you know what i never we never did baby formula oh well there you yeah. go um yeah. yeah there's a shortage uh like that sucks. You know, on amazon or anything so we you know luckily we load it up but at the same time it's like hmm should mm -hmm. i load a little bit more and like even when you go to places like walmart it says like you can only get two two cases at a time and like it's oh it's pretty uh it's pretty crazy right now but hey that's the life of being a parent i guess right uh that's my it, little i mean is is does noah take only formula yes he does ah there it yes, is yes uh, and let me put it this way uh formula is not cheap and is not widely available Mm, and you know we're we're at that point where he can't he might be able to take solids soon maybe not soon like not too soon because we're gonna have to start preparing like actual food for him but at the moment it's still it's still formula uh yep. he still gets hungry every three to four hours he eats like a bull yeah. uh so it's yeah he's a grown boy he's a big boy but yeah, no, yeah. um, yeah, I just wanted to let so everyone know taking, that if you can, donations. this is, this if you, is donations <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you got some for. donations that, 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 you know, if you want to throw uh, some formula my way, you know, holler at your boy, but Hey, <laughs> what's up, Jay? It's good to talk to you, brother. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Uh, I, I think we are, I don't know. It, it's the Sacramento Kings are in the playoffs and that beam is light. It's bright. It is light. It is lit. It is amazing. Yeah. And I was thinking, who has a purple lightsaber? And that's Samuel L. Jackson. It's the first person that comes up to my mind. <laughs> he needs to be at the, the first home yes, game. Yes, yes, uh, 100%. Right? Um, it's just like instead of him with like, instead of a robe, it's like a Sacramento Kings jersey. <laughs> and an unexpected, unexpected uh, you know, benefit out of all this is that because they have finally broken this 16-year-long curse and made the playoffs – now everyone is talking about oh what was it like the last time the kings made the playoffs and so now i'm seeing all these great like mike bibby jason williams chris Oof. weber highlights that I'm was like, a good oh, time I'm, yeah oh, I'm, I'm loving this like bring Oof. these all back i'm, I'm good yeah. for some good kings nostalgia okay here's my question now that the kings are back into the playoffs not even just back in like they're they're like they're back well back. in they're the back back in the playoffs um if we're third place in the west my god who what who's next like what's the next playoff drone oh uh it's surprisingly like, it like in, in terms of like who's, who's been out the longest yeah and i'm talking about i i know i read this somewhere but i know it's not just like nba i, I was thinking about like you know the other major league sports uh who else has been like kind of stymied when it doesn't come to playoffs and i know that 19 years is a long ass time you know mm -hmm. that's like at least more than half of my age so I, I i just thinking about who would be next uh do, 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 do. i was trying to do a quick check while you were because I, I have this i was somewhere. I, <laughs> I was trying to stall a little bit for you <laughs> yeah no i hear thanks uh in, in it's the New York Jets. New York um, Jets. Okay, so you would you seasons. would know a little bit more than than I would be when it comes to the NFL. Well, I mean okay. the Jets. I mean, if we're gonna quickly go down this rabbit hole, the Jets have been in talks with getting Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, of course, is a 
multiple uh, MVP player. So like maybe that drought ends. Who knows? Uh, so that could be it. Then okay. for the for the NBA perspective, the new drought now is seven seasons for the Charlotte Hornets. I don't Ooh. think that's changing. That's not changing for I'm going to say at least three years. What if they get Wemby though? They're not going to. He's going to Detroit. I just have a <laughs> What are you like looking <laughs> yeah, into the yeah. future? And you I am. I am. I'm, sitting, I'm actually talking. You're talking to a future, future Jason right now. Wow. He's going to Detroit. I'm, I'm. I'm. If I was a betting man, which I'm not, I would put it to Detroit. And I, I don't like. Okay, listen. I, I, I'd rather him play under Dwayne Casey because I feel like he has a, pr- a a better future when it comes to Detroit. I just don't want to see him as a Rocket. I don't want to see him as a Hornet. Uh, oh, but you, you want know, to see him under Popovich. Come on. That would be true. That would be true. No, no. You know what? I'll give you the idea. Yeah. I want to see him. Oh. Actually, no, I don't. I was going to say, I want to see him on the Thunder. But you know what? I I genuinely, I think more than the uh, outside of the Raptors, I think the one I'm cheering for the most is the Thunder to make the play in or the playoffs. I just yeah. want to see them make it. Yes. Um, do you agree well, or disagree that like your second most cheered team right now? Is the Thunder? Oh, a hundred percent. There's no question about it. There's on with, with the Thunder, and not only are they in the play-in right now, they would be facing the Lakers in the play-in at this oh, so moment, fun. at this current moment. And so fun. Just, just the like the ramifications of the Thunder, a very up-and-coming, very young squad to take on the behemoth that is the Lakers, uh, and to take them down. Can you just imagine LA oh. Twitter, LA, just <laughs> LA Lakers fans galore would be hilarious to watch. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay. Okay. So we're aligned on this and you know, the great part too, is like you were being inundated by media that, or at least the U S media that like the Lakers are the team that no one wants to face and yada, yada, yada. Like that nothing is really like, I know there's been some some injury concerns with Davis and James, and they're they're finally getting back to, to healthy and everything. But this team is still 500, and yeah, they they are who they are. Is is my point? And you put them in a one game playoff, especially now, right? If it's if they are if they ultimately end up being stuck where they're at, which is the nine ten, it's not a best of series. Like you have one mm-hmm. solid game from. MVP candidate Shea, right? You have Lou Dort do his damage on on LeBron James. You have a hot shooting day from Isaiah Joe, and that's it. You're out, right? Like yep. it just it's like yep. March Madness all over again, right? So I mean, don't forget the 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 game when LeBron passed Kareem mm-hmm. uh, to be the all time scoring. He, they they didn't win that game. <laughs> They, they didn't. The Thunder beat them, <laughs> and it was it was so strange because they they stopped the game at the third quarter just to celebrate <laughs> LeBron, which was fine. Like you could have waited until the All Star break, well, whatever. And then they continued the game, and then the Thunder beat them in LA. Yeah. Like it was just you know, like don't don't think. That, okay, maybe the Lakers are like, yeah, um, it's it's just another game. But Thunder took that personally, right? The Thunder, mm-hmm. they man, they stopped the game in the middle of the third quarter while they were up and then they're like well they're you're just giving me a, a 30 minute timeout so i can beat the lakers again <laughs> you know like uh 
I don't know. I I just think that the implications of the Thunder taking or eliminating the Lakers is just too good. It's just that that's just too good TV right there, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know we have have an agenda here, and we should be talking about. I know, Raptors, but, but I mean, like, we can keep going. Like, let's let's like, stick with this for a second. Uh, yeah. Are the Mavs not making the playoffs? No, I'm telling you right now, they're not making the playoffs. <laughs> yes, I'm telling uh, you right now. And here's my question: Is that the uh, could could this be because of the Kyrie curse? Is it because he's there? That's my question uh, to you. I, I I don't follow the Mavs enough to 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 give a solid. Yeah, we gotta ask answer, our, our friends. Say, we gotta ask our I friends from spread the floor, man. Because they, as soon as the Kyrie news came down, I asked them like, "What's going on?" Like, they one, they're very uh, down on uh, Jason Kidd. I'm talking about the spread the floor podcast. Yeah, yeah, those guys they are Dallas Fort Worth. They want him out, and as soon as I asked about Kyrie, they're like, "This is bad. This is bad yeah. for the culture. This is bad for the team." And bro, they they're losers of fourteen of the last twenty, and right now they're how many games out of the playoffs? They're, they're a game. They're a game behind OKC. I don't. I don't know about you, man, but like they don't look very good. Luca's not happy. He. They're facing. I, I mean, they're not facing like crazy teams uh but they are coming against chicago is a big one and then i I will i will interject here and say there's there's another uh lauren gunn follower i mean avid mavs follower she's a great twitter follower as well yeah um she's actually all on board on tanking like interesting so i i how much can you tank you're 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 only only five games left though Well, well yeah that's that's the point it's like like the, in other words, the Mavs fans are. Yes, I agree with it. From what I've read, a hundred percent down on Jason Kidd. He will get fired after the season. Yeah. Um, but also, it's like it, it's it reminds me of where Raptors fans were at um, during that long losing streak earlier in the season, like pre um, Yakupertal. It was mm. okay. We are tanking this year, right? And then you start looking at like. Okay, if we lose these games and we we lose these games, then we end up in this position. Yada yada. That's where the Mavs fans are at right now. Um, and you know, you look at their their remaining games and Miami, Atlanta, Sacramento, Chicago. All of those are playoff play in teams with something to play for. And then you finally end the season against the Spurs. Um, but yeah, that's that's not looking good for Dallas. And no. Kyrie Irving is going to be an unrestricted free agent after this. So yeah. Uh, I, all I, in, I mean, it does look like they're Cuban's gonna do what he can to keep Kyrie. Yeah, but man, he's 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 a wild card in this. I just whenever I, I like Kyrie as a basketball player, I think he's absolutely phenomenal, generational player. But when he when he kind of elaborates on like his tenure as a net, it it's just so back and forth you know like he just had an interview after his philly lost and then he he remarked about like his time in brooklyn coming to an abrupt end and he's like quote i didn't expect to ask for a trade at that point in the season i wanted to finish up with brooklyn like how can you trust that i don't don't, this is what the spread the floor guys are talking about it's like you can't have that kind of person in your locker room like it's 
No, man. I mean, I, I, like he continues to say that he like everything has been really good. He's been at peace and, and all that. Um, but Luca, you know, at the end, he's like, I don't care where we are. It's not about chemistry. It's about winning games. And just to think about where they were last season, like they were perennial, you know, uh, playoff team, uh, playoff contention for the last couple of years. And then now to be all of a sudden out of the playoffs, like that's incredible. Like you have two generational players on your team. Clearly, sometimes when you have that much talent on your team, it doesn't work, you know? And I know what Mark Cuban was trying to go for. You have someone like Kyrie on the books. You have a disgruntled star who wants out of the team. You go for it, right? You, that's what Masai did. Um, but Kawhi isn't Kyrie or, you know, vice versa. Ky- Kyrie isn't Kawhi. And the fact that they are out of the playoffs, I think if Kyrie doesn't re-sign, I'm not sure how much that Mavericks fans want that uh and it, it's probably going to boil down to the coach and you're right I, if if let's say the Mavs don't make the playoffs I do agree I don't think Jason's Kane is going to come back I don't I don't think Kyrie is going to re-sign with them and then they're just going to be left with a coachless team and probably going to go for and make it a doku like and and Let's take that a step further, right? I mean, Luca's starting to express his displeasure, right? So that's the that's the name you want to kind of keep an eye on, right? This the second he starts to show signs of displeasure, mm-hmm. the rumor mill is going to go, right? It's like, oh, is he <laughs> on the trading block? What would it take? Yada yada yada, right? Like that's that's where this is headed. So, uh, you know, they make the playoffs, then you know you can say that that's almost like a, a band aid solution to their their problems, but like. Mm-hmm they don't make the playoffs then you know don't be surprised to start hearing his name and trade rumors whether or not they're true it's just more hey this is a team that uh you know here on this pod even everyone predicted a great season um not to call him out because he's not here we love you dre but dre I'm sure, yeah dre, yeah i saw that i remember dre predicted uh, luca as mvp which and, is not a and dallas I- to finish first in the well, West. that was stupid of me. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yes. Yes. We were waiting for this. You that was uh, really <laughs> stupid. Um, Perfectly timed, sir. Perfect timed. So I don't know what the gist of what we're talking about is, but basically Dallas has collapsed because yeah. Uh, yeah. as I love Luca, he's got to get better on D. Uh Dude's trying to be in control of everything too much to the point that he's not bettering everybody around him. Uh, Jason Kidd probably needs to go, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you were here for that for that conversation, Dre, but are the Mavs making the playoffs? <laughs> That's right. Probably not. Yeah. One game out of the plan, uh, you know, four, four upcoming games against playoff teams. The uh, Lakers are doing well. Uh, OKC obviously has like a more of a fighting chance, and they actually have the willpower to fight for it. it, it the Mavericks, uh, I don't know what's going on with them, and it breaks my heart. They were fifth. They were fifth at one point. What is going on? Yeah, I was waiting for. I would have loved to see a four-five Suns Mavericks. That was that was happening like the middle of the season, and I was like, let's, let's just keep it there. Just keep it there. And now, fine. I guess we'll just settle on Suns Clippers. Suns and Clippers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the West is just yeah. way too much fun. Like, yeah, that's, any that's... permutation is going to be a blast. Um, yeah, 
And of course, everyone's going to still predict that whoever faces the Kings is going to beat the Kings. And I, I would throw caution at that, right? They're, they, I absolutely they would. Team. Like, everybody loves to play the experience card, and that's true. But, you know, it's true to an extent that teams with experience do better. But, like, like this Kings team, like, this Kings team isn't just, like, doing well in the season. Like, they're doing significantly well to the point that they clinched early. They're not exactly stupid. And sometimes experience doesn't come in the form of being in the playoffs. Sometimes experience comes in the form of De'Aaron Fox being a part of the Kings franchise for how many years? Yeah. Or Domantis Sabonis having to be that guy for multiple teams. Sure, it's all playoff experience, but I don't think they're exactly stupid either. These are, uh, you know, a coach and players who have been slept on who are quite a lot smarter than people have given them validation for. And you, Jay, have, like, been in love with Sabonis for years, even before he it was, like, fashionable to, you know? So, you know, I, I, I would say don't sleep on them either. I, I want to I want to back you up 100% on that, except for the fact that currently they would be matched up with the Golden State Warriors. Um, that's what I was just about to say. That's, but that's still, like, uh, what, what do the Warriors man. look like? If the Warriors, what do you need in the playoffs? You need defense, and they've got Draymond, but if they still don't have Wiggins. Oh, the Wiggins thing. That's like, <sighs> like, if they don't have Wiggins, they're not going to go that far, let's be honest. Like, Wiggins, am I mistaken? Wiggins was a part of the Finals MVP conversation last year, was he not? Am I wrong? Yeah. Or? Did he almost get a vote? He was in the conversation. I don't know if he got the the, the Fred Van Vliet one MVP. The one vote. <laughs> I don't recall, but he was for sure he a part of that conversation. He was in the conversation though, right? He was. He was you're right. That, that finals run, yeah. But uh, if, if you were to hark on like, okay, Kings 19 years uh, out of the playoffs, th- like, yes, the, the team itself are don't have – they have promising players and players who have experience. However, the I, I feel like sometimes the narrative could be a lot of pressure. You know, like, like there's no way that Sacramento and there's no way that the team doesn't understand the the ramifications of being the playoffs and not being the playoffs for 19 years, and having that type of pressure can be worrisome, especially if you're going against the Warriors. So that would be interesting as if, if they, once they hit that, you know, you know, how many times have the Raptors lost game one, right? And it's like trying to get over that hump. As long as the Kings get a game, not even game one, they don't even have to get game one. As long as they get one game, I think a lot of it would get off their shoulders. Let's just hope they don't get swept, you know? Let's just hope they don't, I don't know, this might be too soon, but like, Canada in the World Cup, like hope they don't get like completely demolished by experience. Hey man, experience. It, it, the you know? thought of uh, Harrison Barnes hitting a game winner against the Warriors is kind of enticing to me. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's but anyways, true. we're we're getting way ahead of ourselves here. Um, yeah. What we should talk about probably is what's presently happening with these playing situations, specifically in the East. Uh, yes. Do we have an idea? Like, do you guys want to dive into? the East play-in situation and how it pertains to the Raptors. Okay. So the last time we spoke, uh, we were exactly the same position (laughs) (laughs) as uh, nothing has changed. We We are ninth. Um, We are tied with the Hawks at 538 and 38 at this 
particular moment, we are we would face the Bulls if we were uh, the playoffs. Their play in starts right now uh, at as the ninth seed, and the Bulls were the tenth seed. We would have to win twice uh, because of where the play in situation ha- is happening. And the Hawks have the, I believe, the upper hand. They have the tiebreaker against yeah. us. So if we were to tie with the Hawks, then we would still be the ninth. The Raptors are on a five game uh, road trip. Right now, at this very moment, we're, we're recording this on Friday the 31st. They're about to face the 76ers, who are are also looking at their own standings, uh, who are third, and they're trying to get to the 76, uh, the Bucks and the Celtics. And then we have two games against the Charlotte Hornets, um, which would be very beneficial to us. Uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully they we don't pull like an Orlando Magic where we go uh, 0-2. And then we face... Yeah, and then we face the Celtics, Celtics, and Bucks, who the Celtics just demolished the Bucks by more than forty points. Um, so That's I don't know how. Happen frequently. <laughs> I, it's true. It's true. Um, but it just depends on how many minutes the Celtics are going to play their starters. Same thing with the Bucks, uh, guys. Where do you think the Raptors are going to end up? Um, I know we're going to probably talk about it again next week, but do you have any feelings of, you know, we we just came back from a pretty convincing 106-92 win against the Heat. It was pretty feel-good, albeit the Heat didn't have Jimmy Butler. Um, thoughts? Jay, I'll start with well, you, man. I started, I, I put every team's schedule, remaining schedule in our, in our group chat here um, because it's it's, I think it's impossible to say, hey, I think the Raptors will finish seventh eighth or ninth because i think that they will finish let's say three and three over their remaining six games um that's okay. uh, a, a futile exercise because what if the hawks finish oh and six over the last six right so i think that's why i threw in the schedules of every team in there but i will say this if we want to start with the raptors um there is some sneaky trap game potential tonight um looking at philadelphia's schedule they just came off facing the Warriors, Suns, Mavericks, Nuggets. And then after this game, they're facing the Celtics and the Bucks. So if you're a Sixers fan, aren't you looking at Toronto as the easy game in this stretch? Yeah. Like, aren't you looking at this as, okay, once you beat Toronto, let's really focus on the Celtics and the Bucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there is some serious trap game potential here. And the Raptors have a good history of playing well in Philadelphia. So... I in my column I did have this as a upset victory for the Raptors. Right. Having right. said that, I followed that up by saying that the Raptors will lose to the Hornets. The Hornets uh. have nothing to play for. Uh, they yeah. have clinched the fourth worst record in the NBA. They can't move up. They can't move down. Their lottery odds are are done. Um, yes, Lamelo Ball is out, but like the rest of the team is not that bad uh since the all-star break i believe they are one of the best defensive teams in the league no one talks about it because they're out of the playoffs uh but they are playing hard and again they have nothing to play for so my prediction is that they'll lose one of those two games um and then i know it is disappointing um and then the celtics while they could be resting players i don't think that's going to happen yet at least not for that first game which by the way the raptors are playing on the back end of a back-to-back that's what those red uh red ones mean that those are back-to-backs uh in, in the image i sent you guys so i imagine they'll lose one to boston that back end of the back-to-back 
But then those last two games of the season, yeah, you're you're probably looking at the Celtics have clinched the second spot. They'll rest some guys. That last game of the season, Milwaukee will definitely be resting guys, um, especially Giannis, uh, because they'll have clinched uh, by then. So yeah, something like a uh, four and two over these last six it seems possible for these Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, how they finish in the standings really depends on how what you guys think or what we all think the the other teams will do, right? And if Atlanta, for example, goes three and three, you know, with losses to let's say the the Bulls, the the Sixers, and and the Mavericks, or or even the Nets, then yeah, there you go. There's your recipe. If Toronto gets into the into the the seven eight spot, right? Yeah. Um, but I've spoken a lot, Drake. What do you think? Oh goodness. Um, hmm. Okay, so couple of boston games that's spicy uh philly the one thing that we need to remember about philly is that uh joel Embiid is trying his very best to win an mvp this season and he was actually en route to doing so finally until he sat out the denver game and according to like the pundits he's still like slightly ahead of the mvp race but like a couple of votes like literally like two uh, two yeah, that points, was a, a vote amongst uh, a media media members that he was yeah up by literally two votes. Yeah, um, so I guarantee he's going to try and seal the deal because um, it's Joel Embiid and he's very much a mental player and he's going to try and try and pull this off. Um, in general, Philly's going to have a hell of a playoffs. I feel like um, I don't know, but. Uh, I also, for that reason, you know, they've, I'm pretty sure they've already clinched their spot. They're already, they're already going to, you know, have a playoff run, but because of the MVP race, I don't think they're going to be resting anytime soon. So got that Boston might be, especially if it's like the tail end, Boston might be kind of like, they, they have nothing to, to prove outside of, we don't want Toronto to make it. So, I mean, maybe Marcus Smart will have that much that much of a vendetta against us i don't know but like um outside of that i i feel like maybe we could take a boston one mainly because it's the end of the season and they already are locked in and they're like this means nothing to them outside of let's give toronto a miserable season you know end end (laughs) of their season i guess um but then charlotte also has nothing to prove either because like they don't have a shot at all but at the same time they've been winning you know, they they're kind of the uh, Vancouver Canucks of the of the NBA when they're like, you know, you know, all hope is lost when it comes to the playoffs. Now they start winning. So I mean, I don't know what to tell you. So yeah, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, Vancouver fans. Um, but like, uh, I don't know. Like, okay, I feel like we'll have a shot at the play in, and like a legitimate shot at the play in. I don't know if we'll do well in the play in. But, like, I feel like we might do better than Atlanta and Chicago. Maybe. Um, the other two, I'm not sure. I'd like to think that Miami would be doing better than they are. But, like, there's something that's going on over there in in, uh, in South Beach. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, against all odds, uh, Brooklyn, I feel like out of these teams you presented in the image, these five teams... Brooklyn probably has the the highest odds of like actually securing the spot, which is kind of surreal to me, but I'll take it. Um, I don't know. 
I think we're going to make a play in spot, but it doesn't necessarily like once we make that spot, we're looking at one of these teams to actually face to make it to the playoffs. And I don't think our odds are that great when it comes to that. I feel like we'll make the play on though. Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing. I I don't, uh, it's hard to predict, of course, when it comes to, to our position, but the being on a five game road trip against, you know, the, the, First off, you have to face the 76ers who are not resting anybody. Then you're going to face the Hornets that are going to definitely play with no regards to like a, a, the, any of their standing. So they're just going to play freely, which is very dangerous to us. Talking about a trap game, Jay, twice. Um, it, 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 there's a possibility of of the Raptors, you know, falling even to 10th place. Um, and then, you know, you have mathematically speaking, the Wizards are now, the Pacers are now. Like some of these guys are, are really still gunning for it right and us trying to like step try to keep the ship afloat is dangerous and to be in that position at this moment at, with five games left it's it's very dangerous so i can't say that i'm not nervous i'm not nervous i can't say that i'm not nervous about not even making the playoffs i do feel like we are going to make it into a play-in uh but i think that we're going to stay either ninth or tenth and that sucks to think because that means that we have to f- win twice in order to get into the playoffs, in order to face out of the Bucks or Celtics, so like again, it's not, it's not like uh, a positive positive outcome, regardless, you know. But yeah, I I, I do feel like we're gonna make the play in. Um, we're gonna probably face the Bulls or the Hawks, and we're gonna win. We're probably gonna make the eighth seed, and then we're gonna face the Bucks. I wanted the Bucks. I did want the Bucks in the playoffs. I feel like we match up a little bit better than outside of the Celtics and the 76ers. It doesn't mean I think that we're going to win against They're the Bucks. They're going to kick I, our ass. <laughs> you know, give us, give us a game or two. Give us a game or two. But we'll, we'll reconvene next week to see where we're at. Um, because who knows? Maybe we'll go on a four-game win streak until, or yeah, until we reconvene, and then the Celtics and the Bucks are the last two games. They're probably going to rest a couple of players. Uh, but again. Uh, it all depends. It, like this is, it, it's it's strange to think that this is a very uh, important stretch of the season. And I know that we've said that a lot of the times in in this season. But right now, it's like you're in it. You're in it to win it. If 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 we go on like a four game losing streak, that's really bad for us. And it's there's no fault outside of the team. Um, so yeah, Jay, any other thoughts, man? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh... I don't know. I, I think there's reason to be positive for this team. This team has been playing a lot better since Raka's been in the lineup. Yeah. Like I don't I, I get that the record indicates that they are a ninth place team, but the way they've played is more more of a playoff team. They're they've mm. played well enough. If you look at their point differential and net rating, they are above the teams that are listed in this play in tournament. So mm-hmm. um what I need to say about that is regardless of who they face, the Raptors will have a good chance chance to win. Having said that. I think that that looking at the schedule, looking at how each of these teams have been playing lately, I foresee Toronto to get out of the 9-10, even playing so well that they could even make it up to the 7th spot. Um, Regardless, I think that they'll be in that 7th spot, and that's pretty good. That's good in terms of you have two chances now to make it in to the playoffs. Now, I spoke about this uh, a few episodes ago about how uh, if I'm the Raptors, I want the Bucks. Uh, I stand by that. Reluctantly, but I stand by that because <laughs> even Bucks fans. I mean, I remember the last time the Raptors faced the Bucks. I was looking at Bucks Twitter, and they hate facing 
the Raptors. Like, yeah, sure, they'd be favorites and sure they should win. But of all the teams to face, they really hate the Raptors. So that's probably yeah. like PTSD from all of the playoff runs where we obliterated them. But I mean, the tables have turned by this. They point. have. Like, but uh, that, 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 that means that the Raptors are like that. Um, that hump they got to get over, right? And that still is a better position to be in than we're just going to be roadkill, right? Uh, there, there's a bit of a psychological advantage to that, to knowing that you have some real estate in their minds, right? So mm. um, okay. that counts for something. And that counts for at least a win or two in my book. So, so you're saying... ourselves. I think that they can, yeah, I think yeah. they can make the 7-8. Um, and yeah. honestly, look at how, again, I know Jimmy Butler wasn't there, but look at how well they played against the Heat, right? This is a team that is good enough to play out of the play-in, to win themselves out of the play-in. So mm-hmm. I would leave it at that, that like, let's yeah. keep our hopes up here. I think that that uh, this last stretch of the season is a good way of kind of springboarding into a successful uh, playoff run of more than just one game. I feel like, and the Heat are, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, are the last place when it comes to offensive rating. And even with Jimmy in there, so it, it, but the problem is that they're really high on defense. So it's like, if we could make it to the play in against the heat, I think I have, a, I feel like we have a pretty good chance if we can move the ball uh, consistently and, and play as well as we did in the last game. But, you know, that's a one game sample size. That's without Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler scares the hell out of me. And I feel like he scares a lot of people. <laughs> so, um, the, but yeah, I, I think that it, we're, we're in a, okay position when it comes to the play-in i'm intrigued i'm intrigued about when we come back next week i'm intrigued of like the f- final implications of who we're going to face because i feel like we don't even know i feel like by the time next friday we're still not going to be sure of who we're going to face which is kind of strange kind of crazy to think about um but yeah okay let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves there's one more thing i wanted that to talk to you guys about before we before we let you go because uh, this one's going to be a little bit short one um so there's been some rumors going around about uh nick nurse's i guess you know position as the head coach for the toronto raptors have you heard these rumors about the rockets as or being destined for for nick nurse position with rumors suggesting that emu doku could take his place uh guys i don't know where this came from i don't know i know we've spoken about you know the this this season has been quite a disappointment you know we we've been we had a lot of high hopes in the beginning of the season and but i don't think it falls on nurse i think there's you know he he may have could have done better with some rotations and 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 whatnot but at the end of the day he this is the team that he was given and i mostly think it was the the uh i think the generalization if we were to say why this is a disappointment i think it was because of how the roster was constructed and i don't think it's about nurse so mm-hmm. you know again he's 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 only um his contract extends for only next year uh so there hasn't been an extent it hasn't been any extension talk just yet but i don't know guys like if let's say let's say knock on wood we make it to the play-in and we don't make it out of the play-in is nurse on the chopping board i would hope not but before i continue with my answer um i think it's important to address the real elephant in the room um you know this whole thing that 
you know, in some cases, coaching is to blame, but I feel like coaches get the front end of so much because we live in an era of basketball where uh, organizations are placed into a stalemate where it's like, look, we have a team with a huge name, marketable player, rising star, whomever, that's not, it's not working out, but we don't want to lose that person who's unhappy. So what do we do? We oftentimes get rid of the coach. And for years, for instance, for years, I actually did think that Tyron Lue was a bit of an idiot until he started, you know, what he was doing with the Clippers. And now I feel completely different. I, like, this is a guy who's had to deal with a lot of injuries uh, on his team and has done quite well. Like, you know, the Clippers have made a lot of, like, fundamental mistakes where they shouldn't have or have lost games that they could have easily won. And they had the whole Westbrook thing when he first got there. But in general, I feel like he's worked really well and a lot better than people have given him credit for. But for years, people thought that he was a competent because of the Cleveland situation. And I feel like so many coaches have to deal with something similar where it's like, uh, maybe in our case, you know, if there is this sort of possibility, it's because we don't want to lose Scotty Barnes or, or, you know, whatever, like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we don't want Scotty to be unhappy. We don't want Pascal to be unhappy or whatever. You know, there's this relationship with, uh, with Ujiri. So we've got to pit it on somebody. And if that's where the, the root source is coming from, uh, first off, I don't, I could be wrong, but I don't think there's any validity to this. I feel like uh, the Raptors are probably quite happy um, at least with uh, who's running the organization, whether it's the higher mm-hmm. up or the coach. Um, I, there's going to be a lot of movement when it comes to players. Don't get me wrong. Like Obviously, there's uh, there's something going on here. But at the same time, I feel like it's a very dangerous era to be a coach in because so much priority is given to the players who may or may not be happy. And a lot of movement is because of these players where it's like, hey, Okay, not to be personal here, but hey, Luca, we know you're unhappy, so we're gonna we're gonna give you this guy. I don't know if it was the best idea to bring Kyrie Irving, who's a hell of a player, but the matchup just doesn't make any sense to me. But we're gonna bring this guy, and he's gonna help the organization out. And now it's not working out well at all. Now I firmly believe that if Jason Kidd goes, he deserves to go because he's not a very good coach. But at the same time, that's not the only problem over in Dallas. But I can guarantee. Everything is done to try and please Luca so he doesn't leave. Yeah. And mm-hmm. please Trey Young so he doesn't leave. And please, like all these big names. And, you know, Lakers are firing on all cylinders now. But when the Lakers weren't doing well, so many poor decisions were made to guarantee that LeBron doesn't want to leave. But now they made a lot of decisions and it sounds like they were all the right ones because the Lakers are actually, you know, much to my chagrin, doing really well. Uh, compared to the start of the season. But I mean, like, for sure, too much prioritization is on what can we do to get the player to stay to let's get rid of a coach who didn't have a shot or a proper chance because he wasn't given the right players or the right conditions in order to make it work. Well, let's blame him anyway so we don't lose this person we're spending millions of dollars on. I think it's a little silly, and that's all Mm -hmm. I want to say about that. That's fair. Um, Yeah. So, Jay, before you go, I, I just want to say that when it comes to Nurse, I mean, 
no, I, the possibility of of, it, of him leaving or him going to Houston or we not uh, not signing him, of course, it's it's not impossible. We never thought that we were going to fire Dwayne Casey after that year. We never thought we were going to get Kawhi Leonard. At the same time, uh, first year coach, first year head coach with the Raptors was championship team second year coach i'll you know if if COVID didn't happen i feel like we would have a really good chance to go to the finals at least uh third year coach was was tampa bay so no you know we don't really think about that and then and then this year so it uh, yeah it 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 sucked like this year probably sucked the most um but i feel like he's been uh, you know under Dwayne Casey for so long now he's our head coach he's been here for a very 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 long time if you talk about wanting to keep a legacy with the team uh, the consistency with the team is what makes the team great and to to hire if you're not going to hire like you know Adrian Griffin or something like that I, I don't see them taking out nurse and especially not especially having thoughts about you know, M.A. Odoku coming in too so yeah so Jay is there any uh, final thoughts you have with the this nurse situation uh, whether or not the the, the, there's any validity to these rumors uh, for for Nurse or Yudoka. I think what's important to to think about is <clears throat> that the Raptors are building a certain philosophy and a certain system that they are um, utilizing at at the NBA level and the G League level. So what I'm trying to get at is if Nurse is not around next season, um, the system that they are trying to employ is solid, right? Um, their defensive yeah. system, what they're trying to do on offense, they have the the right players to run this. Um, obviously, a, a coach is, is, a, is a big part of that. Um, but if Nurse were to not be the coach next year, um, I don't think that this is a scenario where the Raptors would be lost without him, or the Raptors would be... Um, needing to employ some some grand changes, um, the this was a season that was difficult from the start because of the way the roster was constructed. Now, the upper management in, in Masai and Bobby will not will choose themselves first. Let's let's be real, right? When it comes to mm. who you're going to point the finger at, they're not going to point at themselves. Next one in line would be Nurse. Right. So, mm. um, and some of his rotational decisions have been questionable throughout this year. And if something like that, like playing your bench too much or not playing your starters or not like configuring your starters well enough during a, a crucial game in the playoffs, that ultimately has you lose or be eliminated, that's going to carry a little bit more weight now because of what's been happening throughout the season. So I think that. Um, I would I wouldn't fully dismiss the the rumors that Nurse might be on the way up, but I also would say that whether or not they're true, that you know they're, the Raptors are in good hands moving forward because they have a solid uh, core that they can build off of and a system in place that does work. It just takes more more time and practice. So um, I don't yeah. know. I I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, the, I just the, don't see it. I just don't see it happening, right? Like with that's fair. with Pascal, that's fair. Fred, OG, Nurse has been there the entire time. They've been there in their entire mm-hmm. career. So if you're thinking that, like, not only do you want to keep consistent with the with the players, the like Nurse is an extension of those players, you know. And to take like you're thinking about taking OG out when when during the 
the trade deadline, everyone was like, we have to trade OG. We have to get uh, like uh, all those draft picks. I mean, he's part of the core and taking out nurse is taking out part of the core. So I just don't see it happening. I, I, Nurse is one of the best coaches in the freaking NBA. You don't let someone go like that. You know, you see so you see what happens in in the mid season when they like with with uh with Atlanta, like you know, like you just don't want to change uh the core. And I think Nurse is definitely part of it. You know, right, that's I'm, why I don't see it happening. Let me give you another 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 angle to think about this. And, and I'm not reporting this as news. I'm just throwing out a, a hypothetical that has some rumblings behind it. So we are talking about the possibility of Raptors, leave, uh, sorry, Nurse leaving for the Rockets. We're talking about the possibility of Udoka coming to the Raptors. Um, what has not been reported enough because the Raptors organization is very good at keeping these things hush-hush is uh, the thought that there is some, uh, there is some tension between Nurse and the organization. Um, Again, this is this is just rumblings. This is I'm not saying that this is fact or anything, um, but if there is a situation where there is just something happening behind closed doors, um, that that nurse is not either connecting with the front office at a certain level because of the roster construction, or maybe nurse is not connecting with his players like he was before. There, you know, there have been fights in the past with Siakam and Nurse. Uh, my point is. If there is something happening behind closed doors that would warrant these kinds of rumors, um, who do you choose, right? Do you choose the happiness of the players or do you choose the happiness of the coach, right? And I agree with you that Nurse is like one of the best coaches in the league. But if he is the reason for any kind of tension in the locker room, who would Masai and Bobby choose to get rid of? And that's probably Mm -hmm. Nurse. Yeah. It, yeah, I think that's what Dre is alluding to. When it comes down to it, you don't remove a player because yeah. a player and a coach are having words with each other. You you remove the coach. Yeah. Uh, Again, we're hoping that's not the case. We're hoping that everything yeah. is is perfect in that locker room and the Raptors are about to make it uh, a surprising run in the playoffs. But to time, like if if these, the more we see this smoke, there there might be fire. So that's yeah. I think that's what we're trying to say. Here. It's just it's just crazy to think about, man. Because like it is. you you see the the there's what like 500, 550 plus players in the NBA, all of whom are you know phenomenal once in a generation players that become NBA players that becomes that that challenge. There are thirty NBA coaches, and to have one of the best of those thirty, you don't let that go. You know you don't. It, 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 I feel like there's ebbs and flows when it comes to players. There's ebbs and flows of becoming a, a coach too. And sometimes the philosophies don't work with the roster instructions. And if Masai and Bobby ha- have been, if they've given such a leash to Dwayne Casey for so long um, and that, and that, that core group of like Lowry and DeRozan and everything like that, why, what happened? What changed? Of being like, you know what, this isn't working with Nurse because of a couple of years of disappointment. I, it just doesn't make any sense, you know. That's why it would make sense if there was infighting. That's that that I'm just trying to put. I'm just trying to put some logic behind why these rumors are because I agree with you 100 percent that like there's winning a championship gives you a runway of like leniency, right? right? And for some reason, that's and despite all of the success that the Raptors have had post championship. Without Kawhi, without that core, the fact that they were still able to run as they are running, 
it is it is weird to hear all these these rumors. So what is it? And and I, my mind goes to there's there maybe there's something going on behind closed doors that, that is not getting reported. Hmm. Well, it's like uh, not to make things uh, dicey or controversial or anything, but you know you bring up the name Ime Udoka, who seemed like a perfect fit for Boston. And completely, like, nothing that was the issue had anything to do with the rapport of the players or Mm -hmm. bad coaching. It was literally something completely different. I'm not saying that's the same thing with a nurse, but sometimes when there are these rumors or there are these concerns, that has nothing to do with the game at all. So it's not even about looking for smoke where there isn't smoke. Sometimes it could be for something completely unexpected. Like, we have no idea. And we're, we're only just trying to guess with whatever information that we have. And I'd like to think that everything is is okay with Nick Nurse because I do love him as a coach, but we we honestly don't know the full picture and t- until it gets reported. And even then, we never really get like the full, full picture on everything. Like a lot of rumors, a little bit different, but a lot of rumors are stirring about Andrew Wiggins and why he's on leave. And we don't know because he's not going to tell us. And a lot of these rumors are actually really ugly and they might not even be true. We don't know. We're just working with what we have. And when it comes to the Nick Nurse thing, we're we might even be grasping at straws or you guys could be onto something we don't know yeah yeah we'll see well the season isn't done yet guys we're, we're playing for the play-in and we shall see uh there's only at this moment there's only six more games left we'll come reconvene next week we'll probably see who we're going to face in the play-in and we'll talk about the we'll, we'll do a, definitely a matchup a matchup analysis but until then jay dre it's always a pleasure and dre you've been here the whole time so don't worry about it you've been here for the last last hour man but all right until then guys that's a wrap <laughs>